Good morning, uh, Christchurch family, and welcome to any other listeners out there. This is the All of Life podcast. I, I like that name for it. I think that's what we're going to go with. And it's a part of the teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. And I am Brandon Neely. And today we're going to continue with our Proverbs in All of Life series with Proverbs chapter 22 Verse 6, very famous, very well-known proverb, 22.6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. A beautiful, a beautiful proverbial truth, a truism, that which all things being equal, we can anticipate to be generally true in the life of our children under the providential guidance and care of God. Amen. The picture here that you got to see is a picture of horticulture or viticulture, or in our uh, day and age, you might think of it as landscaping. You see, if uh, you have a young baby tree that you just bought from uh, Lowe's on the sale rack, and you plant it into your yard, you've got to usually stake it out. You've got to put a straight um, stick or rod of some sort alongside the young sapling, and then you must tie it to it. It can't be allowed to uh, move away from it. It must be held there tightly and securely to that straight rod. And what this does is it trains the young sapling to uh, grow up straight. A crooked tree or a tree that is bowed is going to be, and if you know anything about trees, you know this, is going to be more prone to disease and more prone to structural damage. A tree that is trained straight and um, its canopy is then um, trained to uh, to be equal on all sides and it has equal weight is less prone to disease less prone to structural damage and if you train up a young little sapling in the way that it should go when it is older it's going to stay going straight and uh, the key here of course is to get them while they are young that time period between birth and uh, puberty is <clears throat> absolutely essential. This is why my wife and I committed when our children were young that she would be at home and we would just be poor for a little while. It was worth the uh, the uh, sacrifice. Uh, uh, children who would not be raised up in the way that they should go would cost us in the long run much, much more. And so she stayed home and capitalized on every moment of every day. Um, we did not send them off to someone else who had a different law or a different order or a different definition of straight. We kept them within our own household, protected them, <clears throat> fed them, clothed them, and sheltered them as well. And uh, we hope by God's grace that as they get older, they'll continue in that straight path. Um, imagine trying to uh, waste all of those early and precious years, and then when they get older, imagine trying to train them when they are older. Imagine trying to train a fully grown live oak. Um, it can't be trained. It can only be broken. And that is not what we want for our kids. Amen. So we must uh, get them while they're young, seize those moments. Don't waste that precious time, especially between birth and puberty. And don't give that way, give that time away to those who don't um, hold fast to that which is straight and true. So that brings up the question, what is straight? What is the way that they should go? Well, in the Proverbs, this is clearly the law of God as revealed to us in his scriptures. And it's given to us. In the scripture, from Genesis to the book of Revelation, it is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It shows us how to live in every area of life. 
and we are called to obey it in, in all things. It's given to us in Scripture, and uh, most beautifully and most fully, it's, in, it's seen in the incarnation of Jesus Christ himself. The, if you look through the law of God, you see Jesus Christ, and his gospel promises are to us that he would send his Spirit to us, who would implant the law in our hearts and cause us to walk in its statutes. He is the the ultimate farmer, the ultimate horticulturalist, and he trains up his children, his new covenant children, in the way that they should go, preserving us and helping us to persevere for the rest of our lives. Such a beautiful good news. But with our little children, we must continue to train them in the way that they should go by teaching them the law of God, teaching them the Proverbs. When they're 18 years old and they move out of your house and they go off to work or to trade school or to college, um, they should know the Proverbs. They should be acquainted with all that Christ says about all of life. Teach them the statutes. Teach them the, the law order of God. Train them on the trellis of God's law and early and do it early in their life. But what if they don't follow it perfectly? You know, don't panic. Remember, we are not the ultimate father. We are agents of the Father. We are servants in His vine, uh, in His uh, vineyard. And we can trust Him that He will do the pruning and He will do the growing and He will provide the nutrients and uh, all that is necessary for them to become fruitful in their ultimate life. Uh, simply, when we have them in our home as an agent of God, a worker in His orchard, we need to do our best to tend to His next generation crop. How do we train them? Great question. Glad you asked. Um, Ephesians gives us probably the, the most pithy uh, method of how to train them. We are to raise them up or to train them up with two things, the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. This is what Paul teaches us in the, the letter to the Ephesians. We are to train them up in the way they should go. That is uh, according to the law and the statute and the straight line uh, measuring stick of God's word. We are to train them up in that with two methods, discipline and instruction. Now, discipline here is uh, referring to spanking. Of course, spanking isn't all we do, but spanking is necessary. Uh, the uh, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, and the fool uh, says in his heart, there is no God, and that means there is no God order or God law. And so each fool does according to the law in his own heart, and we must teach our children that there is God, a God and that he does have a law and that they must submit to it. They must be held accountable to it and they must um, follow him in all areas. And so that's going to require a spanking from time to time. Spanking is the use of non-harmful. Now listen carefully. It's painful. And you need to make it count. But it's non-harmful. It's non-harmful pain. And it is to be administered to those nerve endings providentially placed there on the most padded portion of our body, the backside. And you are to apply this lovingly, gracefully, <clears throat> with absolute and total composure. And you're doing it for the purpose of creating character in that child, training them up according to the law of God. This, of course, implies a lot of things. We do not spank or apply discipline for our own law. Not for man's law. That's autonomy. We are to do it according to God's law. When they disobey God's law, when they disrespect God by disrespecting their mother and their father, the agents that God has placed over the child, these are when a child must be spanked. If we do not spank, 
when they disobey and when they disrespect, we are not training them according to the law of God, and they will then therefore, perhaps, unless God is very good to them and turns them around, they will not be trained up in the way that they should go, and they're going to suffer paying for it. If you love your child, then you spank them. If you hate your child, if you're not concerned about uh, protecting them for the future, well, then you don't spank them. That is directly from the law of God. In other words, if you don't apply the rod, which is the instrument of God's um, law order in the family, then you are preparing your child to receive the sword. That is the instrument of God's law order in the state. If you want to spare him the sword, then give him the rod. If you want to spare him the billy club and the taser, give him the rod. All right. You say that the world says this is abuse. It's not abuse. Now, it can be done abusively. This is why Paul tells fathers to not provoke their children to anger. The world says uh, that it is abuse, that it is barbaric, but listen carefully to this. The world dismembers children in the womb in the name of justice and in the name of love and in the name of choice and in the name of equality. This makes them therefore unfit. They are not experts. They are not authorities in the ways of children, and they should not be listened to in the slightest. And I can't imagine for the life of me why Christians read this, uh, this nonsense and this foolishness and, and outright um, defiance of God's law uh, from the experts and the shrinks of our day. Um, it, it's just absurd to me, absolutely absurd. But secondly, not just spanking and discipline, but Paul tells us in the, the letter to the Ephesians, we are to also use instruction. And this shows us the priestly ministry of the parents who are to instruct their children in the law of God and in the gospel, which is the power of God to keep us um, and to uh, enable us to keep the law. Uh, there's a lot to say here, but I'll just say the big, the big issue. I'll just kill the biggest giant with my uh, first stone here. Paul telling fathers especially, but parents in general, to train up their child in the way they should go and to train them up with um, discipline and instruction of the Lord. This instruction is simply telling all Christians everywhere to make sure that their children are enculturated and educated in a Christian way and into Christian teachings. Christian children need a Christian education. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is a command from God to every Christian family on the planet. Amen. So if we train them in the way they should go, proverbially, generally speaking, under the gracious canopy of God's providential care, we will see the next generation following God too and bearing much fruit for him well into the future. I'm Brandon Neely, and uh, if you have any questions, feel free to Facebook me at Brandon Neely. It's N-E-A-L-Y. Or you can reach me by email at brandonneely at gmail.com. Thanks, and y'all have a blessed morning.